Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So... You can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Come on, kids, now gather round. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. Okay, let's just get right to this. Mm-hmm. Meryl and I are about to embark on something that you guys have heard us talk about endlessly. Annoyingly. Yeah. Uh, Finally, we got to a moment through all of this uh, coronavirus pandemic shut in. We've just been inside baking bread doing nothing else with that. And so we are hitting it hard. After our talk with, uh, you may have heard us last week Mm -hmm. uh, with Troy Casey. He is the certified health nut, and he was like, guys, I'm going to put you on this thing. Just shut up and do what I tell you to do. And I think there was just this moment where we both said, let's do it. We got to jump on the horse, but then we, do, we can't break the horse's back. Right. How we are right now. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so we're both going to try to do a 30-day, <laughs> let's get this shit together plan. Right. And uh, so in the process of doing so, we have hired a personal trainer. Yep. And that personal trainer is going to help guide us through not only – uh, what to do with our activities, but uh, what we're eating, and then also how to give our body a nice, clean reboot. Yeah. With plant-based, organic, <laughs> blah blah blah. Take my money. So uh, we're going to be really clear and not really mention what this whole plan is. Yeah. If you guys want to know, message us, but we yeah. don't want to be. We like, don't want to be a big commercial and be like. Right. Oh, really? What's that like? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. You know, but so if you are looking for essential oils or candles. Oh, my God. Shut up. No, no, no. So it's not uh, herbal life too. It's not. in order to do this right, we got that personal trainer and we're really excited to have her on today. Her name is Jill Stafford and she's going to help guide us through this month. The reason we got her is one. She knows what the fuck she's talking about. Two, Troy told us that she's the one. She's the best. Yep. And she's local to us. And then three, she happens to be a. Uh, professional boxer <laughs> yes uh who has um well you'll hear her story i'm sure she's going to get into it and what we like about her is we can't charm her like i think yeah. you and i were like we'll throw mental jabs and she's like haha anyway like these 30 days are going to be tough for you yeah because <laughs> we need someone that like won't give sure. us wiggle room sure she's really nice and uh i think we're, you're really going to enjoy her story as well so <laughs> let's sit back 
no. all of us. Yeah, I was gonna say I mean, let's let's I mean, really let's sit, sit back, back and do lunges <laughs> as we uh, slowly slip into the aggressive sleeping bag this week. Ooh. Are you ready? Yeah, this is going to be the most bloated I ever podcast. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> We need to know everything about you. That's the first thing. Yeah. So you're a champion. You are. You are. Um, Marilyn and I need help, and we know that you're the one to do it. Yes. We looked up your credentials. So tell the people <laughs> what you've been doing with yourself, uh, mainly with boxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'll let you talk. Okay. <laughs> well, first of all, my name is Jill Stafford. Um, I've been a personal trainer for about eight years now. And I started boxing really late. So I was about 25 years old when I started, when most people start when they're like six or (laughs) nine years old. So being 25 and a female and starting boxing super late, um, I just did it as a hobby as first. It was nothing. I had no intentions of competing at all. So I just went into a gym. I've been an athlete my whole life. Okay, I was going to (laughs) say, it would be weird if you were like, never did anything athletic. (laughs) When you said you've been an athlete, what what else were you into when you were growing up? Um, I did soccer for 12 years. Um, I played lacrosse. I was on varsity all four years, um, freshman to freshman senior, obviously. Um, And then outside of high school, I I was in college, and we didn't really have any sports. I was in dance. Um, But I needed something like competitive. I'm a very competitive person. So... Just being in dance, I'm like, well, I'm gonna do out dan- out twerk this girl, like, <laughs> just shake my butt harder. I don't know. So, oh my gosh, that's funny. Like, I can twerk harder. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I need to, I need to beat people up or something. So, <laughs> I, I grew up with three brothers. I was just gonna ask. It seems like that's like that's the yeah. nature nurture thing where yeah. you you have it inside yeah. of you and it's groomed. Exactly. Yeah. So three brothers. I grew up with my older brother. You know, he was he was rough on me. So I definitely learned from a young age how to you know, keep my hands up and how to throw one too, pretty young. Um, <laughs> so anyways, I ended up walking into a boxing gym and I talked to the guy at the front desk and I was like, hey, I want to learn how to box. And he's like, looked at me like super weird. And he's like, you? And I'm like, uh-uh. yeah. So he was just kind of like, okay, do you want to start with the classes? And I was like, no, I want to, I want to coach. Just put me with a coach. So he was like, um, he's like, okay, so I'll, I'll have him call you. We'll set it up. And I was like, okay, bye. So he was just like really taken back. So I was like coming there all bubbly and like happy. And he's like, you want to punch people? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, like, I ended up getting a coach, a call from my coach Berlin. And so I went in there, um, <laughs> I walk up and he goes, uh, okay. So he's like, right, let's go Barbie. So that was how I got my first name my first boxing name which is barbie j okay i saw that on the i actually saw your coach berlin talking about that on the news on there was some article yes. about or some tv story about you and they were saying that that you I, I was wondering if you gave yourself that nickname or if that came from him or like from him, yeah oh what so barbie boxer so do you do you welcome that like term do you love that term um i don't i mean at first i felt kind of like really come on guys yeah like, just just <laughs> because i'm tall and blonde um doesn't mean that i can't throw a punch right so at first i was like whatever you know but they don't know mm-hmm. so once we had our first session and we started training he was like oh okay like you actually have some athletic ability <laughs> okay <laughs> this barbie can punch yeah <laughs> like, well, i think it was kusi that said that and they're like uh barbie gone boxer or something like wow. that so i was like okay so anyways, yeah, so I got into it then, and he ended up being my coach for the entire time. I never switched coaches. Wow. I always just stayed with him, um, completely trusted him, and you have to, because you know, you're stepping into the ring, and you're putting your life on the line. You have to trust the person that's in your corner. Mm-hmm. 
So I stayed with him the whole time. Um, ended up going doing doing my my very first fight um, with this other girl. She oh my gosh, you're saying this too with like the most like beautiful white bright <laughs> smile. Like you're so sweet, and it's, it's so funny to hear you be like. Then I punched her fucking lights out. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, that was always a joke too, because I would go into a fight and I would be like smiling. I, my opponents would be like staring me down. They just like and I would just be like, hey, like, oh what's my god. Um, like I would talk to them beforehand too. Like wasn't a big deal to me. Cause yeah. I was just like, this is what we do. This is part of the sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that I don't like you. It's just we just got to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, I get in the ring and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm like, good luck. Oh no, <laughs> you're like, go get a girl. <laughs> As you like, clock her lights out. Yeah. So the bell rang and then we ended up fighting and I ended up giving her an eight count, which means that the ref stops the fight for eight seconds because they felt that one of the punches I gave her was maybe gave her too much damage so they oh. stopped the fight um for eight seconds we ended up continuing so i ended up winning that my very first fight and i was the female boxer of the night on my first night wow wow, first wow. so that's, that's kind of how it started now career. you went on how long how many years have you been boxing uh five years now so i'm 30 wow so and you qualified for the Olympics, correct? That was supposed to happen this year, right? Or did it? Wait, no, it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's how, that, this, this already gives you an insight All into right, like Meryl. my life in sports. <laughs> did they, did they, they had to cancel so did, it? So right? did you qualify the t- for the 2020 Olympics? So I qualified for the 2020 Olympic trials. The oh, okay, qualifiers. I see. So I went to um, a tournament. So I so my on my fourth fight, or I should say fifth, my fifth fight. I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you guys that in private. Oh, but in my fifth fight, <laughs> I went to a national tournament and I, I ended up winning the entire tournament. Um, so I was the national champion of 2018. Wow. So 2019, I went to that same tournament. I I ended up making it to finals, but unfortunately, I lost my last fight. But because I made it to finals, it qualified me to go to the Olympic trials. Wow. So that was in Louisiana, Lake Charles. Don't ever go there. There's nothing there but fried food. <laughs> literally, oh, right. there's I literally know. nothing. Um, <laughs> and we had a tornado warning, so that was awesome. Oh man. Um, so we went there. I was one of eight females that had qualified for this event. So um, I was going there with 13 fights. All the girls I was going to be fighting had probably about 60 and up fights. Oh man. So I was very like, it was like unheard of for someone with my amount of experience yeah. and then the age that I started at and then the timing that I had went to the yeah. trials. It was just kind of like, wait, what? Very fast. Yeah, it was very, very fast. And we had just decided the year before that the Olympics is what I wanted to do. Mm. I watched the girls fight. and I'm like, oh, I could fight them. Oh, my gosh. That's so, so cool. That's super cool. We decided from that December, December was it 2018. And then we were like, OK, well, by the next year, 2019, we're going to go to the Olympic trials. So I ended up making it there. Um, unfortunately, I did lose. It's a, du- it's a double elimination. Mm-hmm. So if you get, if you lose twice, then you're out of the tournament. Right. So unfortunately, I did lose my first fight against a nine-time national champion. Wow. I won my second fight, um, and then the third fight, I was definitely robbed. So I was fighting a three-time world champion with over a hundred fights mm. from Canada. So I'm like, why are you, why are you here? But I mean, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, so you lose that. And now, hmm, is there a lot of the, the, the politics in boxing? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, it seems that way. They, I, would, I would assume that, yeah, there probably is some weird politics of, like, who's even going to go to the Olympics, right? Right, yeah. and they kind of predetermine or they have a favorite, and this will be better story, yeah. that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Mm. I would have had the perfect story, though. Come on. There's yeah. insights. Like, come a on, new, you guys. A new person. <laughs> right. And we, I really will end up, like, uh, thinking about this forever. The Olympics did not happen. No, I don't know. No, no, they're supposed to happen in Tokyo this year. and 2020, and because yeah, of the virus, they, they got canceled? Okay. They pushed back one year. I truly would not know. I don't. Now everyone knows. So <laughs> there we go. <laughs> we give them information. Yeah. It was supposed to be July 2020, and now, obviously. Not anymore. Yeah. Okay. Past July. <laughs> Got it. If you're if you're hearing this and this is twenty to thirty years from now and yeah. you found us on an old radio uh, in there an abandoned zombie, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll be the world champion like already five times over. Like, uh, what's the worst thing about boxing for you? Oh man, the repetitiveness. Yeah. Mm. Everything is just the same thing over and over and over yeah. again. Um, you go into the gym. We jump rope for ten minutes for a warm up. We do three rounds of shadow boxing. It's just the same thing every, every day. day. So then after that, it depends on the coach. After that, if he wants to do mitts or hit the bag, but everything is just very repetitive. So uh, there's been times where my my arm will go numb from mm. fighting. Really? Yeah, I'll be doing like a jab drill. Where I'm just jabbing. I literally can't feel my arm, but I'm still punching. But now I know why because when I fight. When I'm in the ring with someone, that does happen mm-hmm. where I literally cannot feel my arms anymore. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know how I'm punching right now, but I am. <laughs> so mm. it's probably from all those drills that I was yeah. doing where I just couldn't feel my arms anymore. Now, a lot of times uh, male boxers or fighters, UFC fighters, seem to have problems outside of the ring, mostly because people know that they're a UFC fighter or a boxer and they pick fights uh, and stuff like yeah. that. Does that happen with you? I mean, it seems like maybe... Uh, women are a little bit different towards that, but I could be wrong. So like, do you have a lot of issues out in public or with mm, me personally? No, even with, I could also picture men being like not threatened, but wanting to like kind of go with you a little bit too. Yeah. It's, it's so with me personally, I don't have that issue with other females. Um, I do know of other people, other females that yeah. do. Um, I just personally don't welcome that. I don't want that. It's not just not part of my character yeah. or personality. Um, so I try to stay away from that. You know, we need other women to be in this sport. So yeah. it's kind of me kind of backwards to talk bad about someone when I need you to fight. Yeah. So if I want to fight, I need you to fight too. Yeah. So, um, but as far as the men, <laughs> yes, I do spar men. I actually just sparred this morning. I sparred my coaches, one of my coaches' sons this morning. Um, it's different with them, sparring with them, um, just because it depends if they're green, which means they're really new. Um, and you, and I go in there and I, I throw a punch on, I land har- a hard punch. They're going to try to come at me mm-hmm. and they're going to try to throw a hard punch back at me, but they don't understand that they do punch a little bit harder. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. So it is a little bit dangerous. So my coach is very like, depend, he's very strict about who I go in the ring with as far as a man. Yeah. Yeah. But some of the men do work with you. So it's not like scary every time. Now, uh, how long have you been, ma- you said you're married, right? Yes. How long have you been married? years okay so in that time where you were boxing but not <laughs> married was it weird to be dating when people found out you were a boxer or did you just date boxers um no so he actually because it a lot of people don't didn't know don't know i'm a boxer outside unless they know me from social media or unless mm. they've seen me going but if they just see me walking around they typically don't sure like, oh, you're a boxer. um but i was dating him and he actually really, really loved the fight world and the fight game. He watched the mm. fights every Friday or, or whatever, whatever the UFC fight. He I wasn't see. really into boxing, but UFC was his thing. I see. Um, so we started dating, and then I started actually talking to, I messaged Jason Perillo, which is Chris Cyborg's head coach at the time. Mm-hmm. So I, was ta- I started talking to him, and um, I was like, hey, can I come train with you? And he was like, oh, yeah, for sure. So I went down to, drove down to Newport Beach just to do an hour training session yeah. with him. 
Um, and I, my husband, boyfriend at the time was like super stoked because yeah. he's like, what? You're gonna go train with Chris Cyborg, Chris Cyborg's coach, who's also like a bunch of other UFC fighters, sure, coach, sure. like Tito Ortiz and all those guys. So I go down there and I do a session with him. He's like, do you mind sparring Chris Cyborg? Whoa. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm not, I don't really usually turn down things like yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Even if I'm like kind of scared, I mm-hmm. usually feel like, okay, that's an opportunity for me. I should probably just overcome that and do sure. it. Sure. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. So I ended up being sparring her. I met her for the first time. I was like, and I don't know if you guys know who Chris Cyborg is. I'm, I, I d- only do because I did research on you before and it was coming up in some articles. Okay, yeah. So she is probably one of the most feared women in fighting. So mm. she's like, was like the champion, champion, champion in UFC. And yeah. I think now she's in Bellator. She seems scary. She's scary. Yeah, she's a scary <laughs> and woman. And the fact that her name is also Cyborg. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, is that real? Is yeah. That? So, and I've seen her fights and I've like looked her up and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to spar with it. And I was literally like, I got there. I'm like, why am I here? Like, this is yeah. terrifying. Yeah. She comes around the corner. She's like, hey, like. She was like the goofiest girl I had ever met. She's all like super happy. She gave her dog my keys to play with. I'm like, what are you doing? Okay. You don't say anything to her though. Like you just let that happen. Mm -hmm. Um, But we ended up sparring. I ended up being part of her camp for three of her camps for her fights. Um, She ended up, she was one of the reasons why I was even able to go to one of my tournaments because Mm. at the time, you know, I'm a personal trainer, so I don't get paid if I take off work and I sure tournaments are super expensive to go to. So she ended up giving me some money nice. to be able to go. So I was like very thankful for her for doing that. Um, but then there was also another time where I punched her and then she punched me square in the nose. <gasps> and I thought that she had broke my nose and it just kept gushing blood, gushing blood, gushing blood. And so I had this towel, my towel was just red. Her gloves were all on my blood on it. Um, I <sighs> totally thought I broke it sparred after that like a, like a, maybe a week later and lightly touched and it's just <gasps> just gushing so really yeah so now you know i'm like okay maybe i shouldn't you know get hit square in the nose like that but <laughs> <laughs> i probably should have moved my head but i did it so. or, or oh, you, now your cartilage is just like used to it so it's just part oh, yeah. of it now oh yeah my my face is like literally calloused like, wow it's it's weird to feel a punch and not really feel it like body shots hurt more than wow. punch in the face do you have any weird like daily traditions on the day of f- fights? Do you do anything like for breakfast every single time, or do you listen to a song that is just gets you ramped up? Um, I really like to just be alone. Yeah. Um, like I have to just be in my thoughts. It takes a lot of energy from me when people are talking to me. Yeah. Um, my coaches understand this, so they leave me alone. They don't say anything. If they do, it's very simple. Yeah. Very just like all right, da, da, da. like I can't even if I'm doing like mitt work with them right before like. They can't say anything negative to me. Mm-hmm. Everything has to be positive. So even if I'm not doing that good, it's like, that was a great one, too. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, okay. So stuff, just stuff like that. I don't really have a song, a specific song yeah. I listen to. It's just more about just getting in the zone, um, just kind of thinking about the fight, thinking about what I'm going to do. Yeah. But most importantly, thinking about the, about, at, about at the end when they raise my hand. So yeah. I always picture myself winning before I, before I even jump in the ring just because it is a 50-50 chance and I know I'm going to be the one that comes home with the belt. So are you competitive in in many areas of your life? Like is <laughs> it <laughs> <laughs> That's my alone. It was yeah, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that yes. seems like yes. Yeah. Is it is it ever a problem? No. I don't think so. Because Not you're, for me. Be, you're like, because I always <laughs> win. Like I win. Yeah. It, that's so funny. Like I'm, I don't feel a competitive, but I'm a, like, I'm an only child. So I really mm. think 
upbringing with siblings has a lot to do with it because mm-hmm. I almost feel like people that I know that are competitive have siblings that they mm-hmm. can like tussle around with and then it because for me competitive feels like scared I'm like oh I don't want to do that or right. like compete with people but that's I just didn't grow up like playing with other right playing with other kids do you have any moments in your I mean even in your life that were just such shit show moments that things just went crazy like crazy stories in the boxing world or, or, or outside um, I was trying to think about this and I, I the only way I could think of was mainly to, in the boxing world I should have thought of something outside the boxing world but um the only th- um, one I can really think of was probably my third fight I had went to and it was just pretty much everything just went wrong yeah. um, it was my first national not national but first tournament that I was going to um, I drove up there Oxnard have you guys been there mm-hmm. I haven't yeah okay <laughs> if you haven't Nobody been, <laughs> okay. It's like the place it's like in Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah, 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 Louisiana. Like yeah, whatever. Yeah, I already forgot whatever lake it was. Just fried yeah. food and yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, we go up to Oxnard and we drive like what three or four hours mm-hmm. away. I think it is. So um, we get there. I'm registering. I'm signing in, and I was like, okay. So I put in my weight class. I w- I fight at 152, which is like welterweight. Um, so I <laughs> I check the board. I'm like, oh. No one else is in my weight class up here. Awesome. Okay. So I already took a week off work. Again, I didn't get paid. So I was like, um, okay. And I paid for the hotel that I'm staying at. So I was like, okay. So no one's in my weight class. So I look below it and I see one girl at the 165 weight class, which mm. is, you know, 15 pounds heavier than me. Yeah. So I was like, um, if no one signs up at my weight class, can I switch weight classes? She's like, yeah, but you have to do it by this time. It's like, okay, that's fine. I could do that. So I wait and I wait a couple, a couple hours. Nobody signs up. Nobody in my weight class shows up. I'm like, are you guys serious? Like, come on. So I ended up switching weight classes to the 165. Um, and I didn't know anything about this girl. I was very ignorant when I first started boxing. Like, I didn't look up other amateur boxers. Uh-huh. And I'm actually really glad that that's how I was. Um, because I feel like that was part of the reason why I just was okay with fighting people. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's a nine-time champion. And da, 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 da. It didn't it get just, in your head. It wasn't in my head. I was just like, whatever. Like, I fight, you fight. That's cool. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. So um, end up going to our hotel. It was super run down. I turn on the water. Like, literally black stuff is, like, coming <laughs> out of the, of the sink. I'm like, okay, great. This is a great start to this week. Um, so I ended up, I was like, okay, so how much do I have to weigh? She's like, well, you have to weigh above 152.1. And I was like, okay, well, I can do that. <laughs> First time I don't have to cut weight. Like, okay, awesome. So I ended up, um, going on a run later that day. Um, and I had previously had hurt my wrist. So I tripped oh, no. and I landed directly on my wrist oh. <laughs> and I <laughs> just started crying crying I was just like bawling and I don't usually just like start bawling like that so I was just like I knew it was getting to me like everything was kind yeah of sure in. sure so I just sat there I was just like crying holding my wrist and I just like kind of popped it back in so I just like this thing where I push up on one side pull down the other side so I popped my wrist back in <laughs> um and I got up and I just started running again and I was just running and I just ran and I just ran and I just ran and I just kept going for as like as long as I could just until I stopped feeling that way so I ended up Come Saturday, because, okay, I got there on Monday. Because she was the only person I was going to fight, we didn't fight till Saturday. So I literally did nothing in between that time except for just dread what what did I just get myself into. It's my third fight. Mm. I then find out that she has three, she's won three tournaments. She has like eight fights, and I'm on my third fight. No tournaments, no belts, nothing like that. So I'm like terrified. Um, So I was like, okay, well, whatever. So Saturday comes, and we have to check out of our hotel. 
So we check out of our hotel. It's like 11 o'clock in the morning. And they're like, oh, you don't fight till later tonight. And I was like, oh, cool. So I slept by the pool. So I literally have my jacket and I'm just sleeping by the pool, just trying to rest and like trying to like not think about it too much. And I do everyone's round splash in the pool, stuff <laughs> like that. So I'm sleeping by the pool, though. So we get there the tournament at like six o'clock and I don't end up fighting to like 940. <sighs> so from 11, we checked out Damn. the hotel to 940 at night. I was like, OK, this is ridiculous. So I ended up just like switching my mindset. I see the girl. I weighed in at 152.3 that morning, and they were—they almost didn't let me fight. They were like, "Oh, I, we think you might be too low to fight her." I was like, "Are you kidding me?" She told me all I have to do is weigh in at right, above right. 152.1. Spend a whole week, you've done all this work. Yeah. yeah, and I was just like about to lose my mind. So I see her. I'm like, "Oh, okay, she's a big girl." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just tall, so I'm 5'10". So me being 152 and 5'10", I'm just more lanky. Where she was like a shorter 160, more stockier, mus- muscular 165. Uh. So I was like, oh, my gosh. Okay. So I was like, whatever. Okay, mindset, mindset. So I did my thing. I changed my mindset. And I was just like, okay, so I'm just going to go in there. I'm just going to do my thing. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to do what I know what to do. So I get in the ring, and we start fighting. I literally fought the whole time backwards. I fought her backwards the entire time, only because she was so heavy that she kept pushing me forward. And there was one time where my coach was all, Stop going backwards. Lean on her. Go forward. I tried. I put my shoulder on her. It took all my energy just doing that one thing. Jeez. So I was like, scratch that. So literally, like, I have a video of it too, but I can just, I was just jabbing backwards, throwing punches backwards. She probably maybe landed a couple punches on me. So obviously, by the end of the fight, I won unanimously. Wow. Oh, that's amazing. Oh my gosh. So, that's awesome. That's super cool. I thought you were going to say your wrist popped back <laughs> open. Yeah. I'm glad it had a happy ending. Yeah, that was crazy. So we ended up, I think, leaving at like 10. So I drove, I drove four hours home. Wow. After that fight, I got home like two in the morning and it was just, it was. It was crazy. See, you turned a shit show into like an actual yeah, champion actually, show. Yeah. I kept waiting for your bags to be stolen. Our version would be like, then we fainted. Then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> so now you're a personal trainer. So you're still boxing, but mm-hmm. uh, you're also do, uh, a personal trainer full time. For elderly people, right? No. Yes. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that why we're here? She said Because she said that on the conference call and I said then Bo and I could like be part of your Oh group. my gosh. Like, oh I, I said my gosh. We, we will train like ju- at the amount of whatever your like worst 90 year old those like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah, so wow. So yeah, I did start, um, been a personal trainer for eight years. So I was a personal trainer before mm-hmm. I started boxing. Um, but I do train, I train all ages, mm-hmm. but my main people that I was training pre, pre-COVID um, was the elderly, senior Aww. citizens. Wow. Ages, my average was between 80 and 100. Oh my gosh, what? that's so sweet and cute. Yeah. What? So I did. <laughs> 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 no, it's true. But I, so I, so what I started doing was um, boxing with them because a lot of them had neurological diseases like Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and stuff like that. So they've done research. I don't know if you heard of this um, company called or a program called Rock Steady. Hmm. So where they take they take um, trainers and they teach them how to teach boxing to elderly that have Parkinson's and neurological diseases mm. because it helps slowing down the symptoms. Of, really? of those diseases and sometimes in some cases reverses reverses some symptoms but obviously those are progressive diseases so they can't be cured right um, but at least the symptoms can be slowed down wow and That's i'm sure it just crazy. helps them with like their wit in general like you know if you're constantly thinking of moves here and there i'm sure it oh, makes yeah. them sharper but yeah, how but how did you get in this because wh- how do you get to that how do you do that how did I get involved with the elderly? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I had a, 
uh, my mom, one of my mom's best friends, um, we went on a trip with her one time. She's like, you're a tr- personal trainer, right? And I was like, yeah. She's like, do you want to come work with me with the elderly? And I was like, sure. So I literally, that was how it happened. And I ended, ended up going and doing it. And I ended up just loving it. Hanging out with my grandparents every day. Come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> Is there like a grandma or grandpa that you've seen that has had like a really killer punch? Or like, is there someone that you're like, wow. Um, that some of, I have one lady, her name's Lynn and she's just like super athletic. She's, I think she's an 86 now <laughs> and she's just like flips her head. She's throwing one, two. She like studies what I give her literally studies. <laughs> it. She goes on to, she asks me what to look up on YouTube. She like knows who certain boxers are. Like she's wow. like, she got all into it. So I made her the captain of our, of our little boxing team. Do they, this do they do like actual fights with older spar? people? Do they like, spar? I feel like I'd want to watch that, but I don't know if I'm watching for the right reasons. <laughs> uh, that's what you type it. It's what you type into you porn. That's yeah. what it is. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Granny gets knocked. Old out. people fighting. Yeah. Jill's like, I want to laugh. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be professional here. Um, no, they shadow spar, and I literally tell them don't hit each other because right, someone's dentures go flying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. So okay, so we're we're embarking on this new adventure ourselves. Um, we've been talking about this probably since season one or our yeah. first episodes where Meryl's like, I'm going to get into shape. And then I was like, well then fucking do it. And then we just have both gone for so much time yes. kind of egging each other on. And I think COVID really uh, put us to the, the absolute brink yeah. where we're like, <laughs> I haven't moved in four days. Yeah. You know? And also the, the, what, what kind of snapped me into wanting to be healthy again was for real, like, obesity being a big factor in people and how people mm-hmm. respond to covid and you know just in general because i feel like this last year i just ate with reckless abandon i feel like bo and i could both have our little gluttony on a lot yeah. of times but this kind of made me realize oh wow i really do need to get in shape because you know diabetes was a huge part of this virus and mm-hmm. all that stuff so that's kind of like i think the health thing clicked for me when this first happened like oh man you gotta gotta be healthy right right S- god yeah. yeah so there i mean quarantine 15 it's a real thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> But for us, it was quarantine 50. <laughs> yeah. So, and mine started like two years ago. Yeah. So it was, it's so weird. It's like the minute I met Bo, I just like suddenly. Oh, 50 sure. Yeah. Believe me. It's not yeah. me. I, I know. I know. So, yeah. So that's so I think we're, we're coming from a uh, like a pretty standard American diet. Uh, so what are we going to be getting into? It's like a month of transformation, right? Yeah. So you guys are getting to yourself into 30 days of fun. Oh, 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 you said fun. Okay. And this comes at the heels. I just want to give some context, too, is that uh, our guest this past week was Troy Casey, the mm-hmm. certified health nut. And we just loved our episode with him so much. And he was so kind and basically said, you guys have to do this program with me. I'm going to get you in with the right people. You're the right people. And then yeah. here we are. Oh, my gosh, Troy. He's so funny. So he, he actually we did um, what we call Superfood Social right, right before COVID happened. So where we just kind of tell people about what we're doing. So he ended up coming to my house and he meets my parents and he was like, I could tell he was like, he knew my parents were more conservative. So he like kind of put on this like little, this look of like, okay, I gotta, I gotta behave here. So (laughs) we go outside and he's like, oh, I'm a crazy chicken. And he starts just like dancing around and he was like, but I know I gotta tone it down here. That's (laughs) so cool. Yeah. So he's like super respectful about what was going on. But um, yeah. So what you guys are getting yourself into. So the way I got into it was actually when I was training for the Olympic trials and I personally, like I said, I'm a personal trainer and I was traveling, I was traveling uh, to Big Bear three hours away to spar Cecilia Brakus, who's like one of the world champions. She's wow. actually going to fight pretty soon. 
Um, so a couple times a week traveling to Big Bear, three hours. So I was just worn out. Like mm-hmm. My body was just done. I was like, okay, so I already eat healthy. Mm-hmm. So what is going on with my body? Why do I feel this way? So I ended up talking to my boxing coach, and I was like, I need someone help with my nutrition. So he hooked me up with this guy named Brandon in Ohio. Um, and he ended up telling me about, you know, glyphosate, the gut microbiome, stuff that I had never heard of before. And as a personal trainer, I'm like, I should know about this. Why don't I know about this? Why isn't this all over the internet? Um, it was just, it was super weird to me how I didn't know about this. So I was like, okay, good. Sounds good. So I ended up getting my product, my supplements. I started taking them. Um, a week later, kid you not, I felt like I was like a well-oiled machine. Really? I was like really? doing, doing two-a-days of workouts. Um, like again, I was preparing for the Olympic trials. So it's not like you can just not work out. Sure, so sure. I'm doing two a days. I'm running. I'm doing this. I'm waking up before I'd wake up in the morning. My body would just be in pain. Like I would mm. just, it would be like a lot for me to get out of bed. And even like the, because I I commute back and forth to LA, and like even though we're not going on a plane, the like driving back and forth somewhere it, it takes a lot too. Oh, so like yeah. I, I can imagine like Especially you being San Diego Big to Bear. Big Bear, yeah, because it's yeah. like Big the Bear, mountains and, and you got that the the. Uh, what do you, the elevation, elevation, oh, elevation yeah. fucks you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always feel like shit on the Me second too. day there. Yeah, yeah. I always feel so tired after like a long car yeah. ride. And if you're doing that several times a week or even just once a week, it's oh, a yeah. lot. Oh yeah. Like 7,000 feet elevation. And where I train El Cajon is 433 feet. Ah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, here we go. But most of the yeah. places I compete are like 4,000, 7,000 feet. So I was like, okay, so I, it's good for me to be acclimated up there. So, sure. um, so I, I ended up taking that. I was going to big bear and I felt fine sparring Cecilia I was like oh my gosh like am I putting hands on her like (laughs) this is crazy so like I said it felt like someone like went into my head and just like brushed everything off like my mental clarity like I was just like my reflexes were better I could almost like see things clear so I'm excited for you guys to try this because you guys are getting yourself into the what ultimate uh, we, we chose the ultimate transformation. Yeah, ultimate. I was trying to go half of a boat. Talk, tell me to not be such a little bitch because I was yeah. trying to like half. half she was of gonna it. do. She was gonna do half a month or something. Yeah, I was like, I don't do that own, shit. <laughs> I was trying to. Like, I said, let's fit. commit. This is how how much we're into it right now. I said, let's do it for thirty days. No excuses. No fuck ups. If one of us fucks up, it's five hundred dollars for the other person. And we no have spies. Fuck ups. His roommate have is spies. my spy, and my boyfriend is Bo's spy. Yeah. So like, we're, so there's no fucking up. Yeah. So, and we're going to talk to you more off, uh, off podcast about what that exactly, exactly entails yeah. the, the day in and day out. But like, uh, have you seen some pretty amazing transformations in people doing this? Yes. Um, physically and mentally I've seen. So like I said, I'm a personal trainer, so I've been, I'm able to help people directly, but I've never been able to help this many people like in all different, like New York, Colorado, Washington, mm. like mm-hmm. all, from all around the world. So not the world, but you, mainly U.S., Canada, and Europe. Um, so being able to see, like I had a girl in, um, she's in Colorado, and she, I think she, she said she couldn't remember the last time that she was in the hundreds. So she's like, oh. I think she's about, thir- I think she's around my, and she's a little older, she's like 36. Um, so she ended up doing, she ended up losing 20 pounds mm. in those 30 days. Um, I don't think she, I don't think she really worked out or anything, but mm-hmm. she was like sending me pictures and like her sports bra and like her, wow. like stuff that she would never would have done before. Yeah. So I could tell just not even her just being like, oh, okay, I lost weight. But mentally she was like digging herself, yeah, you know? yeah. Like, yeah. Confidence. Like feeling herself, hyping herself up. So it was awesome, but it's definitely different than other things I've done. Like I said, I've been approached with so many things as a trainer. Is this good? Is this good? Really? What do you think about this? What do you think about this supplement? Yeah. 
And I always look at them like, do you check the ingredients? What do the ingredients say? What, look at the ing- do you know sure. what that means? No. Okay, you probably shouldn't take it. Yeah. So I'm very much um, a food-oriented person as far as like I wouldn't normally take supplements. Mm-hmm. Um, but then once I saw this, I was like, what? Organic food, like from top to bottom? Like, okay, I can I can dig this. Like, yeah, for I think sure. that, that was the thing that I was able to sell my roommate on is that it's all plant-based. It's all vegan. Yeah. So that he doesn't have to... You know, because he's a fucking vegan. <laughs> you vegans And I know there. people will want, well, we won't get into like exactly what thing, but basically we, with the transformation package that we got, it does come with like shakes and just, you know, some meal mm-hmm. replacements. But mm-hmm. then I think what's going to be the biggest thing for you and I is that um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, would you say 10 days without dairy and gluten or something? Yeah. So if that's for like the 10 day cleanse, if you guys can do the whole 30 days without it, that okay. would be awesome. Yeah. Perfect. Um, I'll do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have like you guys like secretly messaging me so you guys can, like beat each other, huh? Yeah, like, I know it's so funny because I was just saying I'm not competitive, but I'm like I'm not competitive, but I also need my money. I'm gonna so go. I'm going all in. I'm I, not I fucking know. around. Well, me too. Five hundred dollars. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. make five hundred dollars this month. But this will be my first time ever not, since I've been like one minute old not doing dairy or gluten. I feel like, <laughs> so, like, truly, I have been like I had the like, crappy formula when I was little, and so I feel like this will be. I mean, have you ever yeah. have you gone like since we've been adults? Have you had? No dairy or gluten? Sure, sure. Oh, yeah, well, okay. I, I don't do well with dairy typically. No, me neither. I'll eat mm-hmm. cheese sometimes, but that's really the only place I go. And obviously, there's milk and things and stuff like that. But, like, I don't do a lot of dairy. Mm-hmm. Okay, my most important question, is coffee allowed? Just black coffee? Um, oh, my God, I'm going to cry. Because, <laughs> like, mentally, I don't know if the people around me will be able to take me not doing coffee. So coffee is not allowed? So I would, I mean, it'd be better if you guys could try not to do it with coffee. The reason being is just because coffee does affect your adrenal glands. Yeah. So your adrenal glands are in control of your hormones. So if your if your adrenals are out of whack, then your hormones are going to be out. All right, of whack. fine. I won't drink coffee. <laughs> well, I don't. I'm not know. doing it. I won't do it. I won't do it. I don't know. Thirty if I days can is nothing. No black coffee. Thirty is. days is nothing, dude. By the end, I will have so much energy that maybe I won't need coffee. But in the beginning, mm-hmm. I do. I just do like I. I find it very hard to do a, a ton of computer work now without coffee. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Maybe but that's maybe because you'll be feeling you'll great. exactly. Yeah. Just trust me. Like you'll be surprised because we've, I've had peak, avid coffee drinkers do this program and they've ended up not drinking coffee anymore or they only drink it when they feel like they just want to have the taste of it yeah mm. so they don't rely on it as a caffeine mm. they just rely on they just take it because like oh i just want it to i believe it's that. gonna be I great to it's that. gonna be great when we uh when we look at what we're actually doing it just she just hands us a bag of coke <laughs> <laughs> she's like there you go 30 days of this like, okay i got so much energy i really feel clear she's like the meth will make you <laughs> really help you i'm i'm really excited and i don't know i'm just i'm feeling yeah ultimately i want to be I want to be clear with our listeners this isn't a commercial for this no. this is that's why we're not mentioning exactly what it is um we will at the end when i feel like okay this did the thing yeah we want and to be so, the guinea pigs first yeah we then. want to do it instead of this being like a buy this product so uh let's try it out and uh i'm very excited we want to have you back on in the end of the 30 days oh, just yeah. to check in with us and talk some shit okay oh my god are you gonna box one of us if we do bad oh like, my god that's what we should punch, do can we get punched by have, you or something? the loser has to spar the person who loses the least amount of weight has to spar no, that's with scary you. no let's do it we can do it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh we're doing then I'll this. Be chubby with like a broken nose. This is great. This is great. This is a lose lose. Okay, so the person who loses the oh. least amount of weight. No, we can't because our bodies are just different. I know, but we're both in similar places. We're both in fighting. We're both in. You'll probably. Have a, I mean, I don't know. It Maybe might be just... easier because my body wants it to come off. 
<laughs> Are you saying that I am like in hibernation mode and I, I want I think, it on? I think you have less extra weight on you mm. than what your like normal thing is. I think I probably have more. Like my body's like, wait, this is like. Okay, my I gotta be. Go to so should it be a percentage then? We could do. Like, Jill, this isn't fair. We could, we could do weight. We could do pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, we could do body fat percentage. Okay, maybe body fat for percentage. <laughs> could, I mean, I mean, there's different ways you can kind of measure. Okay, like, we'll see. So we can maybe we could just do all of them and then just kind of see overall. Overall. And who has changed their lifestyle habits? Yeah, I feel mm. like we should get we should get the the loser. All should I be the know is that has pizza. I just <laughs> <laughs> like I think you get boxed the minute that you eat a donut or something. That's our <laughs> that's our our thing. No, that's where the money comes in. We're already <sighs> betting that one of us is going to spar, Jill. One of us. This is fixed, just like the nope. Olympics. Can we tape it? <laughs> Yeah, oh, okay. we definitely could take it. Okay. Well, we're gonna get views on it if, Holy if I'm going shit, down. This is great. I'm scared for real. We're very excited about this, honestly. I'm so, excited. Um, thank, we thank could have my coach be the ref and everything. So. Oh my yeah, god! Judges, if you want, whatever you guys want. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, this is gonna be. Really we have happen. to do this. Okay. All right, we're gonna we're gonna try to figure this out. Okay, but I can see Meryl being like, nah. I mean, I mean, I'm just not ready to fight anyone in boxing. Well, okay, so secretly train on the side. Oh That's my true. god! Okay, you're totally right. You're this totally girl right. shit. Um, I'm gonna go home tonight and put on forty pounds, at first, <laughs> <laughs> which are even more. <laughs> I can't like put through the door. You weigh in with like a a, a weight belt like, on, like, in it's, like, like it's weighing you down. Coming <laughs> in at four hundred pounds, like wait, what? Yeah, you're totally. hiding that really well. Oh my uh, gosh! Well, we're so excited. So, okay, so you guys are listening to this on or whatever day, but this episode is coming out on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But Bo and I are starting on Sunday, August second. Mm-hmm. So that's so Bo and I are going to start on August second, and we're going to be checking in with you. So we're going to check in with you, and then at the end of all this, we're going to see who has to fight you. Holy fuck! Oh my gosh! I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm excited to see what kind of hands y'all got. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not when you're broken. Oh my god! Uh, thank just, you like, so. Start punching <laughs> each other. Just get. We're, we're I mean, to. we're we're already pretty fast witted, so yeah, I mean, isn't that? I mean, throw mental jabs. Mental jabs. Yeah, I do try to box well, bow. I feel like like men that I like love as friends. I feel like I like to like punch them lovingly. Is that? Is yeah. That, I don't think I remember you ever punching. Me. I feel like I, you know I definitely lovingly punch you. Okay. For real. They used to be loving punches when I did it to my husband, but now they're not. <laughs> now, now they're not. For real. <laughs> He's like, we can't do that anymore. <laughs> you actually know how to hit. <laughs> so, yeah, stop that. Okay, okay. so where can people, uh, do you have like a boxing page that people can follow you at or Instagram or? My Instagram uh, name is at JillyBeanFit. Okay. Jilly, J-I-L-L-Y-B-E-A-N Fit. Fit. Okay, yeah. awesome. Cool. Boxing. Go check her out and we'll be checking back in with her. Thanks so much for being here, Jill. Thanks, guys. We'll see you in a Appreciate month. It. Okay. What a journey we're about to go on. I'm Bo. fucking serious. Me too. Okay, so here's the deal. We're making a bet. Mm-hmm. I think we said it during the podcast, but you and I, a bet. Yes. If you cheat, if you fuck this up, one time. All right. Five hundred dollars is on the line. We just you keep on upping it. It was like two hundred, three hundred. No, no, no. Six hundred dollars is on the line. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, no, we're gonna bet five hundred dollars. Uh-huh. Don't cheat. Okay. Don't cheat. And we have spies. My, I mean, your roommate is my spy, and mm-hmm. Jack, my boyfriend, is your yeah. spy. And I yeah. have told him if you really see me eating like mozzarella sticks or linguine, you have to tell Bo, which uh, I, I really don't want to. I don't want to cheat. I don't want you to either. No, this is also like, yeah, we're paying money for this. So yeah, I don't let's do, do it right. I, that's why I'm like all in. Let's go for mm-hmm. it. Let's do it. Uh, okay. Secondly, the, we're going to figure out the parameters of this thing because I really like the idea of us, one of us having to spar her at the end. 
Okay. I, I mean, are, are you down? We, yeah. We both have to, and we both get our noses <laughs> broken. Um, yeah, I'm stoked. Let's do this. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. Get oh, ready. Man. This is going to be a fucking month. Let me tell you. After tonight, I'm going out for dinner for a ribeye, a martini, <laughs> garlic mashed potatoes. <laughs> I'm going to cry while I eat it. Enjoy it. Okay. Enjoy it. We'll see you guys later. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB, and J. If you've got a question or you want to be the next camper of the week, Email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow. And please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. <laughs>